Nice to meet you, man. Hey, nice to meet you, man. Even even though it's uh, virtually, man. Well, I'm so happy that we actually get to do this together, man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you hitting me up. Yeah, I appreciate it. No, of course, man. I appreciate you saying yes to that, man. Not, I may tell you, not many people say yes to this, and when they do, I I feel very grateful and appreciative of that, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I have no, I have no reason to say no. So that's dope, man. That's dope, man. Well, man, let's get Shindig started, man. I mean, I'm so happy Sweet. that you came over. And uh, how's how's it how's it hanging over there, man? How's how's your life right now? It's good. Uh, just you know the the music industry is uh pinning the ass. Uh, once you once you you always want more, if that makes sense. <laughs> Meaning success. Once you achieve one thing, it's like right. Hey, well, that's cool, but now I want more. Um, so. Which is good. It's good and bad. You know, I mean, it's, it's good. It's good to. It's good to constantly, uh, mm. like, not, not, not like over, over, uh, overstate your successes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think they're like, because there's always bigger successes, or there's someone else doing it better than you. Yeah. So, but yeah. So it's, yeah, it's just one of those things where at my age, at 27, it's like, well, music or what? And so, but just past few months, been like, I want to, want to, I want to do music really hard. Uh, payments and everything but it's one of those things where it's uh kind of like you gotta say fuck it and be like well i'm gonna live a little bit poor for a while mm. and then do music or uh you know what i mean it's kind of one of those things where it's hard to uh with rent in california and everything else i can imagine and, and, and finishing up college i just want to get done with mm. college yeah um what college are you going through and which uh what major are you getting to i uh i started going to college when i was 21 Mm. Um, so later than most people, but I went out of high school, uh, graduated at 19 was held back in first grade. So I graduated later, um, than most people. So my birthday, I turned 19 and then I graduated a month after. Um, but so then for two, two years, um, I just, I, I went to icon, if you know, icon music school. Oh, um, another icon. Yeah. That's what's well, up. I, Yeah, yeah, but I fucked off. So that's like one thing where I think oh. if you go there, yeah. Well, I mean, like I passed and everything like that. It's just one of those things where if you don't take advantage mm. of it, you can you can get a lot more out of it. Like Company did, for example, um, yeah. and and, uh, and other artists who really uh, like Dak Daniels, Tanner, um, good friend. But you know, if if you don't uh, if you don't really take advantage of it, and like I was dating a person during the time where it's everything where it's like after class and never hung out with people. You know what I mean? That's, that's, it's where you get a lot of uh, stuff. It's like, gotcha. you go to class and everything, but it's more, it's more about going after class. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, put, and putting in the after time of like, yeah. just hanging out with people. That's, that's what it's really about. You know what I mean? I had no issues with, you know, just going doing the regular, but it's all about the extra. Right. Um, and that's how you get stuff out of icon. And I didn't, I didn't do that. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so I passed that. Then after when I was 20 for a year, I just, uh, I just worked and worked at like this water store um mm. that if you know like like alkaline water and like reverse osmosis like i just filled up like water jugs and then i just worked on music in the back during my downtime um so so that was going on then i then i, then I went to college when i was 21 um and i've been uh, finishing up my uh i've been doing my business degree um so oh. my opinion yeah so my opinion just like business degrees apply to everything You know I agree. I mean? So, if, so if you don't know what you want to do, it's kind of a good one to have that it can apply to every field. You know, so, so yeah. And I, I'm not really, I love learning, but I really hate the education system. It's like a lot of professors don't even give a shit, which yeah. is fine. 
but I've had, I've had professors where they've said like, oh, a boulder hit my car. And so I wasn't able to make it to the final and literally just gave everybody a pass. Wow. And it's like, it's really weird where it's like, maybe that did happen or whatever else, you know, like a boulder rolled off. Cause I, my school's like kind of near the ocean, but it's mm-hmm. like kind of a crazy thing to happen. And I've had like, that's kind of wild. Yeah. I've had, yeah. And we just like, everybody just passed the class. I'm just like, all right. Like not, not like first semester shit either. Like this was like, you know, upper division, you know, 300 level courses in college. Wow. And, uh, and which is fine. You know, it's a free a, but it's, and, and I, and I'd rather get a free grade than not like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not, I'm not over there, but it's just like interesting when you're paying all this money and you have shit like that happen. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what's the point? And, and, and I'll be honest. I learned more. I, I learned more when I, when, when I'm, when I'm being taught from someone who actually enjoys doing it regardless of the money. And there are professors like that, but mm-hmm. it's far and few, um, at least at the college I am going to. Right. Not a bad school. It's in, it's called Channel Islands. Um, it's in, uh, it's, it's in Ventura County, but you don't know where any of that is, but it's near the ocean. Um, <laughs> uh, it used to be an insane asylum. So there's a fun fact. Um, before, before it was oh. a college of, yeah, before it was a college, it was like a sane asylum. So they used to do like lobotomies. So my college is like haunted to some degree. So yo, I got so, yeah. I got I got a similar story to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I went I went to school. I, I just so just so you know, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Okay. Okay. Yes. I hear a little bit of an accent. I'm not gonna. I wasn't gonna ask what accent. <laughs> I, I don't, don't want to sound. It's okay. So. My English is not my first language, man. So you gotta forgive for my foolishness, but <laughs> no, you're good. I'm ha- well, I'm very. You're like one of the few people who's noticed that and say, "Oh, you have an accent on when I speak English." Yeah, it's not, yeah, Well, I mean, I'm so monotone that anything I hear. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways. But um, yeah, what I was about to say, like, so I, w- I, I was born and raised there and I went to school there for engineering. I, I wanted from the get go, from the get go, I was I was always a DJ since I was 15. And from the get go, I was always like, I want audio engineering. Like I want to yeah. do something that it's related to audio. It doesn't have to be music, but it's something that's related to audio, even if it's creating something. And yeah. one of the colleges that I went to, Polytech University, they sold me this dream saying that oh yeah you know you come with us you can get a you get a degree here and you can get a master's degree on audio engineering at that time i didn't know that was even viable i didn't know that shit Mm -hmm. existed so i was like oh yeah let's do this boy would you know that when i came there halfway there i realized like oh no it it never existed so i was like emotional damn it yeah yeah was it was it one of those like cash and grab type schools? Yeah, or, uh, it was. It was yeah. It's 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 a very notorious school. Like like it has like a very well known accreditation. But yeah, they kind of fooled me at first. But I mean, I finished it as a electronics and communication engineer, and oh, I yeah. and I told my parents like I want to get the fuck out of here. Like I want to do what I really want to do, was just auto engineering. But yeah, what I'm about yeah. to say to you is that in the terms of the school. I learned that the school that I went to was also a, a, a silent asylum for the criminal insane. And, okay. uh, yeah. and they have, and they also had nuns in there. This is what, yeah, what yeah. I was told. And then there's stories behind about the, there's a basement that there's classes in the basement, but they say that people die in the basement. And there's like this 
haunting of a of a nun that passes by. And the way you know that it's passing by or it's nearby is that you know when the motion sensors dictated all the all the all the classes light up. Yeah. That's okay. How, that's how you know that she's nearby or she's okay. She's around. So yeah. one time we were the only people in the classroom. We were just using the classroom as a space to study. And every other place, it was just there was just four other classrooms that were completely dark. The hallway was completely dark. Ten minutes later, all of a sudden we hear lights like flickering and then turning on all automatically. And mind you, they're all motion sensors. So the only way for it to turn on if it's somebody present. So we checked around. There was literally nobody around. So I said myself, I was like, I don't know what you guys want to do, but I'm taking my shit. And I'm getting the fuck out of here because I'm not going to be another victim here for another scary movie. Bullshit. Yeah, I've I when when I heard about it all, like I've I've never I think for me, I'm so creeped out about just normal day shit. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I don't even I'm not even worried about fucking. I mean, but ghosts, I, I don't know. I've never been scared about ghosts. It's never been something that's really, um, I don't know, it's never really haunted me. I, I get more scared of just randomly getting mugged in LA. You know what I mean? I'll be honest with you. Shit like that. I, yeah. I get more scared about that than uh, than paranormal. But I feel you. I, it is uh, It is scary when... I mean, it's scary when you hear these stories and then you're yeah. like, you just brush, yeah. you just brush it up. I was just like, man, this is just a typical or regular urban story. Like, you know, it ain't yeah. nothing going to really happen, you know? And my mindset was like, nothing's going to happen, but why risk yeah. it? Yeah, I feel like, why well, risk I mean, it? yeah, it's like, you know, the movie, The Grudge, right? Yeah, oh, I yeah, had nightmares so. with that fucking movie, that and The Ring as well. Oh yeah, so, so it's the ring. You know the well in the ring. Yeah. So that well is the well that's in high school. Yeah. Nani? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. I know that. I know. A, I know it's a prop, but, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's from yeah, it's from my school. That that's it's like the only thing I know about my school regarding history about it is like the only uh that's like the only thing that everybody knows about my school is like the hor the the horror stuff um because yeah. they they had that. And then some band based their uh, cover album, or maybe I forget what it is, either their cover mm -hmm. album or their like lead song for one of their albums. But it's based off, I forget what band, but it's like some, it's based off our uh, school. You know what I mean? Like the cover art. So I forget what rock band it is, which oh. is cool, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, like I said, school, school's cool and all, but uh, it's a little bit pricey. And I think mm -hmm. nowadays, uh, if you if if you know what you want and you can network your way into things and you yeah. uh, and and it's not something where it's like um, an obvious career that need like being a lawyer or something like mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like just knowing the right people goes a long way now nowadays. And, and, and don't get me wrong, like, like you still have to work and you still have to yeah make you still have to make bread while trying to network your way into those things. Yeah, but I feel like. Uh, Knowing people goes a long way compared to college. I mean, college goes a long way, kind of, but it's just—I don't even. It's—it's it's one of those things where you waste some some of the time. Like I, I have a lot of years where I'm like, "Fuck." Um, yeah. If, if, I, if I didn't do college, you know, I, I I had like offers for shows where I turned them down because I had finals. You know what I mean? Like the week uh, of like I had finals. You know, and I got offered shows. Yeah. Um, like I had a show offered for Wasted last year. That had a I had a macro 
think, yeah, it was my macro final for economics. And it's like, bro, I have to pass this. Like, I don't, I'm not taking macro again. Damn. And, uh, and I took macro one. It's the only class I ever repeated was macro. Um, cause econ is a bitch. Um, tell me about econ it. Econ is a fucking bitch. Tell uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So there's been things where it's regarding school where I've, I've missed stuff with music and, um, uh, not that age where it's like, I'd, I'd rather miss, I'd rather do less in school and still finish it. Even if it's going to take a little bit longer mm-hmm. and focus more on music while, um, doing, you know, my day hustle mm. to, uh, and by day hustle, I mean, very s- s- small amounts of, uh, try. I, I enjoy day trading at mm. a very minimal level. Mm. Um, so I try to, I try to day trade, uh, as a side, as a side thing in the morning. Um, that's what I enjoy for a side little gig, um, to make a little bit of money on the side as yeah. well as doing just to help fund, uh, um, uh, what's the right word? Help fund like free download, uh, art releases and stuff like that. Cause it all costs money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't really ask anything back for um singles that i put out for free because I, I do enjoy getting artwork where it's well done and not mm-hmm. just some bullshit I agree. and uh and so that's uh do, i do a little bit of that and day trading by that i mean i lose more money than i make probably but that's okay <laughs> that's okay <laughs> but it, 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 yeah it's just a side thing that i enjoy doing I, I i don't even talk about it anywhere but i'll throw it in here because who yeah. knows who, who will who will hear this and find it interesting but maybe someone will see my name and listen <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe someone will click it and be like, hmm, "What does Trimmer have to say about something?" Who fucking knows? <laughs> who fucking knows? That's, Anyways, if they, if they get this far through it, they can hear that comment about hey, that. But hey, that's but, the that's the beauty yeah. about this podcast show, man. We can talk about yeah. anything and discuss yeah. about anything. Man. Yeah. There's no, no there's one, no filters in about this, man. Yeah, but no one should day trade. That shit is a scam. Oh Everything, shit! You guys heard it. You guys heard it from him. <laughs> Everything's a scam. You know. I, Dude, uh, the way you were talking to me now, I, in my head, I was like, holy crap, I have so many things that I want to talk to you and so many things I want to like cooperate with you on 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 the well, the first thing I got, I got in my head, it was like the educational part. Like, right. I feel the same way in the sense that I feel like lately the educational system is just a big waste of fucking time. Where like yeah. you could have learned some of this stuff from someone who's actually doing it, and you can yeah. go along with it for less. Like for example, yeah. like if you want to learn how to make music, you just go to the someone who's actually making music, who's actually making it out there. Like for example, I want to learn how to make music. Who do I go to? Oh, I can go to you. You're yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're yeah, a music yeah. producer. I can go to well, company. Yeah. I can go to yeah. a careless castle. I could go to any of these artists who are who are doing private tutoring sessions and learn how to make music and just spent like what a few hundreds of dollars on them personally and it goes strictly to that and I learned it versus spending like a loan of thousands and thousands of dollars on a school education that may or may not teach you the things that you want to learn. Well, even yeah, even Icon like I, I love like Icon's great and all, but I think if you if you really want to hone in on certain genres yeah in certain in certain di- directions it's really awesome that more artists are offering tutorial or lessons so let's say you really want to learn like dubstep like just dubstep especially someone who's out there in the in the scene making it yeah it's really cool now that more producers versus like when i went to icon back in 2015 
like no one was giving lessons, mm. like one on one on one yeah. lessons. Like it wasn't a thing back then, um, which is fine. Like in and, and honestly, there has to be a level where people uh, retain some of their sauce, if you will, and then they and they figure out like, okay, if I give out lessons, like I'm not giving sure. away. Like like you want to give away everything that you can. Besides, mm-hmm. like few tricks here or there, maybe you might keep. You know, I mean, just just because it's the way the industry is. Um, but it's really cool to see that most musicians nowadays are really giving out uh, stuff that you would not find seven years ago. And you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and I love that. I really love yeah. that because here's the thing: I, I've been I've been tutored, mentored by by Adair Lane. Yeah, yeah, and I had also Josh from Moldstep. Yeah, and also I had um, Jashar Crimson Child. All of them are great people, and oh, yeah. and I meant and I've been mentored by them. And they and what I love about them is that they just tell me the secrets out of it. They just tell me the real sauce of how to do things, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely, and, definitely, and and definitely. the sound designing of all of it, you know. And what I oh, love yeah. about it is that. I tell them, I want to sound like this. Like, how do you do this sound? Oh, they'll show it to me in a matter of seconds. And then they'll always tell me, it's like, but let me ask you, why is it that you want to sound like this? Why don't you just like do something like this, but create your own style and or create your own groove out of it? And and I was like, oh, shit, you got a point because you're right. I don't want to sound like a zomboy. There's already yeah. a Zomboy, so why do I need to sound like him? I want to be the next Wolfson, you know, or the next Tremor, you know? I want to be my own me. So Yeah, so I think I think a lot of it comes down to, it's like human traits. Like, if you see a friend that's really, like, the way they interact with somebody, like, man, I wish I, uh, I wish I spoke like they did when they yeah. were It's like that, but then it's like that with music, where it's like, man, I, I really like how that guy sounds. Well, I want to almost emulate it, but emulate it in a way where it reflects. Where, where it's like, like if you hang out with someone enough, you might start laughing like they do. But but almost uh, in a yes. way that yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. So it's almost like that where you, where you might start laughing like they do, but almost in your own. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so it's kind of like that where I find myself if I listen to somebody enough, like maybe a podcaster mm-hmm. or something, and I hear them laugh or whatever, I might start laughing like that for like a week. Like a little bit, like I start imitating, yeah. And, and I think, and I think that's something because because I enjoy the way they laugh. You know what I mean? Because I generally like I find it funny the way they laugh, so I might start laughing like it for a week or something. I don't know. Um, I think that's the same thing with music, where we hear a sound, we're like fuck. But a lot of times, it's I, I've done it where it's like I hear somebody and I imitate it, and it's too imitated. You know what I mean? It's and, and so I feel you, and it's good that artists like Mode Step and everything else built, and it's good when it's good that people show you and they and, and, and you but they're also like look people might correlate it or, or might look at it as this as an imitation so definitely put your own spin on it so yeah. it's good that it's, it's good it's good to have that because people will you, you don't you don't like morte for example like morte is like the fucking the god and and and, and he has like that sound you know what i mean like he has his sound yeah and and it's and it's sure it's like you could say it's like okay well it's kind of like sudden death but it's not like it's it's like it's like dark like sudden death but th- but that's it you know what i mean yeah that's it. Like, i mean like he has his own thing with like the choirs and making it really like with with like the really like eerie you know like piano-ish type you know like orchestra fucking background shit yeah. and everything in the drops it's like it's so 
You know what I mean? And then I think more people, it's hard because it, it, that's another thing where you talk about the labels. You know, we, you showed me the doc. It's hard oh, for labels at times mm. to, you feel like they don't, you feel like they're not going to accept um, different things. And people right. say like, okay, we want new art, like, like bigger artists will be like, we want to hear yeah. like, stop, stop imitating or blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, like I agree 100%. Yeah. And I'm all for that. But it's like these fucking labels they, they they need to be about not just chilling the same shit over and over. And most labels are re- are getting really good about not doing that nowadays. But for a long time, it was like rinse and repeat the same release. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you felt like it was just like this and this, and it felt like the same. And not and not every release, but at, at times you're like, okay, I've heard like the same pattern like two releases ago, and almost yeah. like the same like whatever, which. Like in a way, they're getting a little bit lazy when it comes to the yeah, releases. Yeah, but, 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 but the thing is, like every every like, video games go through this. Like every art, ah, uh, yeah, everything goes through the same form of someone copying somebody. You know what I mean? Like battle royales. You know what I mean? There's like a bread and butter that comes out. It's a money maker. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna fuck, and, and that's fine. Like it's just it, it's it's a little bit. Uh, what's the right when, when something's like stuff gets so something that's so new and brand new in dubstep somehow gets old so fast when it shouldn't, but it does because everybody hops on it so quick. Like, like future rhythm. Yes, like, like future. everybody hopped on it super quick, which is fine. I, I love future rhythm still. Yeah, I, like, I, I fuck I, with it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it still, but it's, and I don't think it got stale at all, but, 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 but like the listeners think it gets stale after a while. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know I mean, when, when, when every artist ends up catching it, cause every artist likes doing new things. And when something yeah. catches away like oh shit we can make this too and people actually listen then it almost becomes too late once your release comes out because it takes like five fucking months for the release to come out with the real label here, here. sometimes or, or or a year or whatever that you know or whatever it is and yeah. uh, uh it's just like it's just like so many hoops at times and i i love labels because as a skateboarder you know growing up skating i see mm. labels as like uh as like a sponsorship. So it's like, you know, getting sponsored by like, you know what you want to get sponsored by like Royal trucks. You want to get sponsored by fucking, you know, Nike you want to get sponsored by fucking, and, uh, by girl monsters. skateboards. Yeah. By girl skateboards. Yeah. You want to get sponsored by fucking, uh, fucking some sort of, you know, Vulcan for T who fucking knows. But, but the point is like, I take pride and I think, like, I think I take it as like a, not like a badge of honor, but I think like working through like the labels and like, being able to release on each one. Yeah. And like, this, this, I, I, I enjoy that. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. So that's why it's, it's, uh, for me and maybe other artists, I don't know. It gets frustrating at times when let's say a label, like completely, which I'm sure labels get tons of submissions. Don't get me wrong. But if labels like never listen to like an, uh, an EP from somebody, you know what I mean? Or whatever mm-hmm. it is, whoever it is, not me or somebody else. And it's like really good and would have gotten signed or whatever but never gets listened to. And so therefore they have to release it by themselves, which, which maybe it even does better that way nowadays, but it's, it, but it's like, it's annoying when there's like so many loops and, and, and it's not the label's fault. It's not anybody else's fault. It's just like, it's such a small niche industry mm-hmm. and there's no money in the industry compared to like, right. You care to compared to rap. Yeah. You know what I mean, there's, like there's, it's just such a, it's so small, even when it seems so big. Yeah. You know, like like in, in like Lost Lands is fucking huge, and it's just as big as like most rap festivals. Don't get me wrong, but it, but these rap guys like Little Uzi Vert or whatever else, 
or, you know, not even little, that's a bad example, but like the really small people at Rolling Loud are probably making decent money, mm. you know? And it's like on a day-to-day basis, maybe they are, maybe they aren't, who fucking knows. But uh, I feel like there might be a little bit more money in the smaller underground scene in rap mm. than like in dubstep, for sure. Which there should be, it's rap. It's been around right. for way longer. But it's just, it's so... And maybe it is for house music too. I don't know how it is for house music. You know what I, I mean? Maybe for, for the smaller scene and maybe yeah. for like the, the the amateurs or whatever in house, not when you're not playing Tomorrowland and shit when oh. you're in the smaller fields or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't, when you're in boiler they, rooms only. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the same shit. And I assume it is. Um, it's but, but maybe it's a little bit better. I don't know. Uh, I what, what I will say is there's probably more resident house gigs yeah. for artists. Yeah, as um, they are. They are within rather than dubstep, which there should be because objectively your house music should be more popular than dubstep, even though I wish it, I wish it was all like the same popularity, but, uh, but yeah, there's my, there's my, I, I love the labels and I think I love grinding it. Um, I just, I wish there was more money, um, not for us or that just money. So it was sustainable for the labels mm-hmm. and for the artists a little bit more, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like, just, two percent more sustainability you know what i mean just like a small percentage more just because it's you know i it is what it is i feel you man i feel you and i and and there's some things that you said about about certain things about the labels in the house that i do agree and then there's some that i i had to push back just a bit about it yeah go for it yeah and and here's the thing before before this year before this year, I was all about, you know, one day I'm going to get released on Disciple. One day I'll get yeah. a release on Monster Cat, especially Monster Cat. Monster Cat, even to this day, Monster Cat is still my number Dude, one yeah, goal. Definitely. Hell yeah, man. Rocket right. League shit and everything. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I fucking yeah. love Monster Cat because um, yeah. Monster Cat has like every single genre. It's like, correct me if I'm wrong, but Monster Cat is like literally the biggest EDM genre in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. any other genre that can literally can release songs of every fucking genre like i yeah, we yeah. have a dubstep genre we have a drum and bass we have a yeah. future stuff we have house stuff we got trance stuff we got mid-tempo stuff like it's it's fucking it's fucking dope i love it i love i love and i'm hopefully one day sooner rather than later i get to release an ep that i Me have too, in man. my hand Me that, too. I, that i'm do. still in the words or even and it doesn't matter if it's not an ep it's a song if it's not a song it's a remix but as long as I, as long as my goal meets the end to say, I fucking did it. I did a release on Monster Cat. To me, that's just already satisfying as it is. You know, even if it's collaboration, even if it's producer credits, I really don't care. As long as says I did it on Monster Cat. Yeah. That, your name next to it. Yeah, like. exactly. But that, yeah. but that's just my personal driven thing that I have. Now, yeah. my side of business, along with labels, I have an issue with a lot of labels, not all of them. And I have done an episode about this, about, about rejection about labels and me telling people, do not send demos to record labels, you know? And, yeah. and, and, I, and I said it very clearly, it's not all labels. There's a few labels that are in it for the people. There's a few labels that do listen and they give you feedback. And I give my and I give my props to the ones that I do, like Disciple and Ophelia. Yeah, yeah and, definitely Disciple. And, yeah, for sure. And Cannibal, you know, yeah. uh, Tom, Tom and Mark, you know, the, shout out to those guys. Um, I yeah. I give my flowers to those guys. 
Absolutely. Yeah. They do listen and they give you good feedback. And Funk Case too. Funk is yeah, on deep James, email. Yeah, James, yeah, James. Yeah, he's always he's responded to every email. Like yeah. and there's yeah, no, and, and when I think what it is, it's 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 there's not enough money for them to pay people to, right to run to run shit. You and, know what I mean? And that's a lot of it too. And like, I, it's just it's, Yeah. So. And I'm and I'm with it. And to be honest, I was me releasing on um music on labels, it was never about the money. I really could care less about me releasing on a label yeah. and say and me getting paid like next year or the following year or something like that. That's yeah. that was never an issue for me. Because it was like what I meant was them paying someone to listen to the demos. Oh yeah, like yeah. Keeping up with every email. That, like, I understand well, that, that, that. Yeah. Well, now I'm about to get to that part. You know, I'm about to yeah. get to that part because yeah. the part that I'm about to shit on on certain labels and a lot of labels is that part that they don't really have an a good a or not team. Let me rephrase this: they don't have a good team for them to listen to your music and say. Yeah, we we fuck with this song or not? No, it's usually it's the artist or whoever's running the label is the one listening yeah. to song. Because yeah. let me tell you, I did an experiment. I did an experiment, and you're not gonna believe that I sent an email to at least at least twenty something d demos to various dubstep labels, and and before I even did it, I made sure I sent it to my homies. Who are established like Needy and Motseb and 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 others to say, yo, is this okay? Is this dope? Do you fuck with it? He's like, yeah, it's dope, blah, blah, blah. So they won't bullshit me. They'll tell me whether it needs work or not. So I send them and I only I only got response out of five of them and only once gave me a feedback about it. Yeah. And then it was later on that I talked to um ah fuck into the da. What's his name? Wyatt, um, Wyatt, shout out to Wyatt. Um, I talked to Wyatt about this sort of stuff. Like I did this experiment, and and I and I presented on the, on an episode and this and that. And he tells me like, "Wolf said, if you knew I used to be an ARR, these ARNRs, there's no such thing as an ARRs in any of these labels. Like, uh, like it's a complete joke. It's basically a, a friend of a friend who's doing that department, yeah. and yeah. most of the time yeah. they get sent to a spam folder." Yeah, like you, which, which I get. Like I get it. Like it's not even like I'm blaming. Like I, I get it. It's just like it, it's 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 just crazy when it's this far along down this. It's like it's, yeah, this is in 2000, 2012. Like this is not 2012. Like yeah, how the fuck do you? How the fuck do artists that are big and been around forever expect people? Like not just myself, but other people where they where they get so frustrated um with with their like i've gotten super frustrated like i got i got i'm not gonna say what label because that's fucking trashy as shit but i've had labels where they've accepted uh eps and then which on my doing my mastering wasn't good enough at the time mm. you know what i mean which is fine but six months down the line they say hey we're not going to take it but why accept it or say you're gonna and, and lay out the contract yeah and everything if 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 the mastering isn't good enough to begin with to begin with, like, don't don't accept the EP to begin with if the mastering with those first demos aren't to quality at all. You know what I mean? Don't don't string people down that oh well if you get the masters to be good enough, then we'll then then we'll go through with the release. Like you shouldn't accept the demos to begin with. Like don't don't even like it's yeah. worse because when you string people along and then they then you cancel it, 
it just leaves a bad taste in their mouth where it's like, hey, if I just got told no to begin with, it's it's like a girlfriend. You know, some girl is like, yo, I want to start dating. Mm-hmm. And like two weeks later, like, hey, I don't actually don't want to date you. Like, You're like what was that? Like, then like, the two well, weeks? Why did you even start dating me? To yeah. Begin with? Like, like, you yeah. could have just said no to begin with. Like, that would have been cool. You know exactly. What I mean? And uh, there's nothing wrong with saying no. You know, and I think but there's time to say no. Like you could have yeah. spared me think, the time for it. Yeah. And exactly. And if they would have said no to begin with and said, hey, but if you do the masters better, then we can accept this. That would have been six months of me not fucking expecting a, a release and, not, and not, not, not expecting, but assuming a release is happening due to the contract being given. Yeah. The EP work being talked about. Yeah. The the play my Spotify end up getting linked with their account for, for the, for the release. You know what I mean? It's like, so all these things happen for the, for them to like watch the release, how it does with the charts. You know what I mean? Like if all these steps are being taken, plus like, just don't, don't sign it to begin with. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. Just tell me, no, you know, it makes, it makes people like, it made me feel like, like it, that, that was the only time in my music career mm-hmm. where I was like genuinely hurt like like heartbroken where it's like not not because like i was like 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 the like the, like the label was like the the biggest label ever but it was just like leading people on is mm-hmm. the lamest shit that's why i if i was a label that's one thing that i've if, for anybody if anybody ever hears this don't don't lead don't, don't accept shit that you may not release later in the line <laughs> yeah because it makes people like feel like they they waited with this track they could have sent it out to other labels they could have self-released it by this time. You know what I mean? Anything else. And then and then and then you're just left with, you know, and I never even released those three tunes. They never even got released. I was just like, fuck it. That's, not released. And that's that's yeah. shitty, bro. And I and that yeah, that shit has like, happened to me two times as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's all good. Like it's all part of the industry. I just think uh it's all good now. Just like it, it, in hindsight, for anybody listening, maybe anybody that goes through it, uh just don't dwell on it. That's something I did where I took like a month. I took a month like sitting back and being like and trying to mix it better and sending it back to the label. And I never even got a response. So I was like, whatever. But it's like I sat there trying to like remaster it and everything, like blah, blah, blah. And then a month later, after I sent it back, yeah, they had emailed me saying, Hey, we'll actually accept it if you want to send us new masters. I was like, No. Oh, go fuck. I'm I'm like, No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fucking. It's just like those loopholes where it's like, you know, it's it's just like a loop after a loop after yeah. a loop after a loop. And, uh, and it ain't worth the headache that, again. Yeah, other than that, man, like the music industry has been really good to me. Every artist I've never had beef with, I've never had any issues with That's ever. Good. I I love, like, shout out to Crow's Nest, shout out to Sven, Codeman, uh, fucking Inhuman, everybody, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, Sven's, Sven, you know, took, Sven's, Sven was the first first person that really released me um as as a label label you know and my music was ass back then (laughs) like it wasn't it wasn't bad bad but it was shit as fuck looking back at my old releases like in 2017 Mm -hmm. and 2018 so i really appreciate Sven for giving my music a chance and i I don't think i'd be here right now um still releasing music if i never had an outlet it made me feel like part of a family because that's like the one thing where i got where i get into music where it's just feeling like you're part of a family yeah and uh living with divorced parents uh it's one of those things where mm. going back and forth between homes 50 50 every week blah 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 and like it's one of those mm. things where i wasn't growing up with music 
Um, I didn't really, I listened to metal, like Under Oath and everything else um, regarding like, I, I, Under Oath is great, a great band, but it's one of those bands where it's like, it's super, cor- not corny, but if you, it's just one of those bands that everybody listens, or not everybody, but a lot of people from 2006, if you're in that area, if you, if you know Under Oath, I don't know if you do, but. Uh, I, I know uh, Under Oath. I, I know okay. a, quite, quite a lot. I mean. I, at that 2006, I was um, in my late teenage years. I was 2006. I was oh 16. Yeah, I was 16 okay. at the time. Yeah, no, I'm okay. 30. I'm 32 right now. So I grew, okay. Yeah, so All I grew. Right. I grew up with the old school rock, punk rock, and alternative and metal and stuff. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you make me feel a little bit. You make me feel a little young. So I feel a little young right now. Yeah, well, um, four years difference with me, right? Or six? You're 27, uh, right? I'm 27, so five. five yeah, years. Okay. yeah, four and a half, five, whatever, whatever <laughs> it is. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I growing up, I didn't really listen to too much music besides like metal, mm-hmm. and then skateboarding. I just listened to. I started getting to rap a little bit mm. um, in like when I was 13, and then when I was 14, I started listening to dubstep. And then once I, I went to my first rave when I was 14, because mm. um, raves were all ages in LA. <laughs> back That's then. fucking dope. That's fucking yeah, dope. So back in 2009, they were all ages. That all my friends dope. were, yeah, all my friends were older growing up. So they, they were 18. So that's how I went. Um, and I saw like DJ Isaac. If you know who DJ Isaac is, he's like hard style. Um, I never quite follow most of the hard style uh, yeah, genre, yeah. but I fuck away here and there. But I just I don't know yeah, much yeah, about no, you're it. Good. You're good. I saw a dubstep artist that he should he shall not be named. If you catch my uh, my drift with that one, <laughs> he, he used to be Excision's best friend. We'll leave it at that. Oh, um, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So back in 2009, um, I saw him. He was my first show I went to. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he, he he was the headliner for the dubstep stage. And there was a hard style stage. And there was like a house stage. And, uh, but yeah. So basically when I went to my first rave, I was like, holy shit. Like, like, not, not like this is what I want to do. Right. But it took me like probably two or like, well, the first time I went, I was like, I want to go to these parties. Like, 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 yo. Yo, house parties are whack in junior high compared to this. Like, this is where the party's at. I, I just, I partied young, but then I got out of partying really quick. Um, mm. Like, I partied super young. Um, probably took a little bit of stuff I shouldn't have taken at a really young age. By young, I mean 14 and above, but still 14's way too young to be partying at all. Uh, but I got out of it really quickly just because it's, uh, I don't know. Like, mm. it's, it's cool and all, but it's... I mean, if people want to live their life, they want to live their life, they can go for it. But yeah, I, I, I my, my addiction's more to not making money, but just success. You know what I mean? In the sense of like having success with my brand. Like that's what I want to do. Like I hate, I hate drinking because the next mm-hmm. day I have to like, I, I, even if it's one drink, I cannot wake up the next day without feeling a little hungover. Mm. I just, I don't know why, just because I don't drink at all or whatever it is. I just, I, I, and so whenever my friends want to go out, it's like, I'm that guy where if I do have a drink, it's like half a shot of vodka just cause right. I don't want to, I don't want to feel like shit, but I enjoy like the bite of alcohol. Yeah. Like the, like the, like the bite of alcohol is nice. But other than that, I'm not, not a big drinker, but anyways, so but that's good. Once man. I was 14, yeah. So once I was 14, I was just like, man, uh, 
uh, EDM sick. So that's when I started just following, dub, you know, dub, basically just dub. I, I mean, house music as well. Like I've loved Wolfgang Gardner um, since I was a kid. Um, and like a lot of house music as well. Dead uh, Mouse is my I saw, name. I saw Dead Mouse uh, during for his Cube set at EDC in Yo. 2010. Like I was there front row, um, 15 years old. But, you know, Yo. but, but it was like really short lived with, uh, I went to, I just went to a ton of raves. Mm-hmm. I went to like 40 or 50 raves within like a year and a half, just like every weekend, just, um, Yo, that's crazy. And then, and then after that, I just wanted to make music, but I had no idea. So mm-hmm. I just made, I made sounds for friends, um, from like 2011 to 2013, I would just make sounds for friends. Um, and then they would make music with with my massive patches. <laughs> so I would just, I would make my friends massive patches and they would just use them and they were shit. I had no idea what I was fucking doing. No idea at all. Cause there was no tutorials back then. There was nothing. There were um, no cymatics I mean, back well, then. Well, yeah, yeah. All there was, was Mr. Bill. And, but I had no attention Ooh. span for listening to Mr. Bill because, uh, I was 14 years old, 15 years old trying to make music. I was, I wasn't 15. I, I, w- I had been, uh, beginning of 16 or 15 when i started making sounds and uh i just i had no attention span for sitting there and learning how to actually do an envelope or an lfo and actually what it meant i was just plucking shit on everything and eventually like i understood like that would do that or whatever else yeah i had no attention span to learn what anything did um i had no idea what eqing was forever i had no idea that you had to take your low end out of your sub for the longest time, <laughs> like for the longest time, because I was like, right. I was super, I was super stubborn, or, or, or by low and I mean like like your, your like your low sides, like yeah. not having sides, not having sides in your sub. Like I was, uh, I, I was like someone who was so ignorant and just wanted to make music my way mm-hmm. for the longest time. Like even even up until for, forever, and and by that I mean like once I learned you know, like all the ba- even 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 once I you know stopped being stubborn about basic stuff. Mm-hmm. I was just stubborn about not being more generic with flows. And by gen- generic, I mean just like not as all over the place mm-hmm. um, with flow patterns and stuff like that. I was so just just like, I'm going to make music my way, blah, 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 blah. So that's another thing. Uh, if you're going to come up and make music, don't fucking do it your way. Um, do it your way after you learn how Lear- to do it. The, like, le- learning the rules and then breaking them is yes. way better way better than breaking rules and then yes. pick, picking up the pieces later. Like it is. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's terrible. But, so that's my, that's, that's my big thing where if there's one big lesson that I've learned from, and, and that applies with all of life. And that's something that I'm learning with, uh, uh, day trading <clears throat> is not trying to do stuff my way. But, uh, anyways, uh, it's, I think it's all of life is you just have to like take off. I mean, obviously take out, it's easier said than done learning from other people's mistakes. You know what I mean? And so you don't like, don't make music that way or whatever. You know what I mean? Or, or by, by that meaning l- learning to produce certain patterns first is easier than just going all out balls to the wall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's better to write a really simple pattern, like, like a quarter note pattern yeah. and then changing it rather than just like, I'm going to make fucking, you know, like just insanely <laughs> crazy pattern right away. And, and and where where it takes way longer, where if you just wrote a really simple pattern, then then made that pattern complex. Yeah. After it's 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 faster. It's it's more productive, and you're going to probably have something that 
is more cohesive. Yeah. And uh, learn the rules to break the rules. Yeah, man. Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know, but basically I, I got into the whole music stuff and the whole label shit. And I appreciate wanting to be like a family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one thing with dubstep where it does, it does a good thing where a lot of people feel like they're part of a family, but it, it takes, it takes a lot out of you sometimes to, to even get to that point, you know, yeah. where uh, you got to find, you got to find yourself, find your crew mm-hmm. or not, not even your crew, but just find the people who like you, you all really chime with. And then you find like your outer layer of friends that you all, that you chime with as well. It's like this, like we, it's like this onion, you know, you have your, your core friends, or outer and you want to like for me man i like to stay in touch and try to with with everybody mm-hmm. and i like to try to reach out to everybody mm-hmm. even if it's not like it's not fake friendship that i try to do i just want to try to network with people so if i run into people or whatever else it's not like meeting someone for the first time and it's not and it's not weird yeah. or anything else like if I, if I run to someone like i'd rather go up to, like i met like chat like chassis was at like some show the other week and in la oh. and i never met him and I was just wanted to, I'd rather go up and show my face mm-hmm. and just say, Hey, what's up? Rather than being like, nah, it's going to be weird. Like, like I'll run into him, like I'll run into to him some other time. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is like, like, like right. bring it off. Cause I was someone who was so bad with networking for the longest time. Mm. I, I would, I wouldn't go to shows. I would stay in my bubble in LA. And then the big thing with LA is going out is the best part. Um, meaning yeah. if you want to if you want to if you want to if you want to get in with the scene really well with a lot of scenes in LA it's yeah. you got to got to be out there and yeah. probably the same for my, probably the same for Miami too you know it it, it shows it, putting your face get, getting your face seen yeah is is better than just like saying what's up on the internet you know what i mean in my yeah. opinion um and so it's one thing i'm trying to do more I, I would like to start playing like wasted or try to try to get a wasted set um, I don't know if you know that promotion company, but uh, they play, they do promotion out here in Texas, and that was the company that offered me a show. Uh, but I had finals, I had to miss on that show for uh, that sucks, for my, yeah, for my finals. It is what it is, yeah. So, but, anyways, I mean, anywho, anywho. I mean, I mean, this is this is amazing, man. This is amazing, and some of the things that you were saying to me is like, I can really relate to you, bro. There's some things that I've dealt with. I, I don't know how ugly is the LA scene, but I know for sure that the Miami scene is shady as fuck. And uh, some of the things I, I've seen and dealt with and some truths that I had to figure out that I wish I haven't found out about it, but, you know, good thing I did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, networking is definitely a must. I don't know if I would have, let me see how I can put this. I don't know if I would. If you're into house, then yeah, networking is a must. It's definitely yeah. a must in Miami because if you're a house DJ, you're much more um, versatile and diverse that you are that you can basically play on any, any club or any show yeah. and whatnot because house is being loved in Miami. That's, that's, that's what Miami loves, the house scene, you know? Bass is not well-received. In Miami, the last time bass was re- well received was probably the festival era, you know, yeah. when when GTA popped off, Lucas, Flus Dramas, all those guys, you know, when that whole festival trap came about, then that was, you know, the only time Miami embraced bass 
for a little bit. And it was because, you know, festival trap correlates to trap. Yeah, I mean, I went to UMF in 2012 and there was dubstep there. Yeah, so that was like one of the only times where it's, yeah, I feel you. Like the, there was, hasn't been, yeah. Yeah, the last time I went I went to Ultra was um uh, 2015 and that was the year that Skrillex closed. And after that, I don't feel like dubstep has ever been much love afterwards, you know? Uh, and Yeah, exactly. Like they had Danny this year, which is cool, or last year, whenever it was, which is like sick. But it's like for years, like when I went, they had Scream and Banga back to back. Yeah. And I yeah, remember yeah. when Zomboy yeah. was around. I remember yeah. Knife yeah. Party and Pendulum were more relevant to it. Oh. I remember a bunch of other dubstep producers were relevant in Ultra that you like go to the res to the worldwide stage and you go like, holy shit, bro. Like we're going nuts about it. Now it's more like, eh, like if, if you're, if you're that, um, that super artist level talent. Yeah. Like Subtronics or Kaiwachi. Like, yeah, they would like yeah. Nightmare will be there. Yeah. And even, yeah. and, they should be. Yeah. yeah, no. And, and, and I'm not knocking them down for not, not being there, you know, but unless you're like in that level of superhero level, any, anything below that is like, you know, they're not going to fuck with it. You know, they should, it'd be interesting if they did. Cause I don't know if they do it now, but I know when I went, they had more parties around UMF, like, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Th okay. that, that's, that's the thing about, Miami, it's it's very weird because that's where Remember, I was about to tell you that you know when it comes to house and you should network. Bass is not a really good thing to network, but when Miami Music Week comes yeah. and Winter Music Conference, that's where you should network the fuck out of it. That's where you gotta go on every show every day, even though you can't sleep, even though you got next day you gotta go to work. Network the fuck out because that's where all the best are gonna be and. And be and whether people realize it or not, the beauty about Miami Music Week is some of these artists are not the whole time in the VIP section or the backstage section. Most of the time, they're chilling in the crowd. So you yeah. you just basically mingle with them and go fr go be friendly with these guys and take an interest, you know. And before they before you know it, they'll take an interest in you and they ask you what you do, and boom, you already established an, an, a relationship right there, man. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Back when you, you probably remember the 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 smog versus like firepower. Oh hell yeah, I remember yeah. that. If only there was more of uh, like those things during Miami Music Week. Like now, like if they had like Disciple versus like DPMO or something or, like that. or Disciple versus Never Say Die. <laughs> If only, yeah, if only. If only. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, like, if they had those things still, that'd be cool because it, it made dubstep feel like it was more... Um, more community-based. Yeah, well, because, like, I mean, it's 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 just, it's obvious that there's not not less, but it's like, if you look at Tomorrowland's main stage, it's all house, which is which great, you know what I mean? But but it's like, if you look at where the money is mostly, it's like, it's more, it's, it's more in house, which how yeah. like I fucking love house. House Live is amazing and everything else, and 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 there should be money in that. But it's like if if there it's it's like hockey, like hockey's like dubstep. Like hockey gets like less money than all the other sports. Like it's just no really, like, yeah. Like the wages compared to like basketball and football. Uh -huh. like hockey gets it gets. That's remember the hockey strikes back in the day. I don't know if you remember there was like a hockey strike in the U.S. and they there wasn't uh, the N the NHL for like two or three seasons back in like 2007 
there's like oh, a hockey strike at that time. NBA. I wasn't following. Um, okay, I mean, I, I, I was like, more into an M- uh, NBA and MLB at the time. For sure, for sure. I, yeah. I I did hockey growing up for five seasons. Okay, so that's I, I was a goalie back in the day. But oh, anyways, dope. Yeah, but uh, but point being that it, the NH the NHL got shafted. You know what I mean? Ooh. Compared to like right. NFL, and and they still do probably. Um, obviously not as much since there was like that thing that went down. You know, hopefully not as much, but. Like what I'm saying is like I you you see stars from like baseball and, mm. and basketball and NFL like you don't see it like NHA NHL NHL stars you, there's no LeBron James NHL star right now like you don't see them out there you you don't see soccer players out you, or you see soccer player stars out there but you don't say like NHL is just like the the lowest of the low regarding payments. I feel wow. Like. And, really? I feel like in like, in like, in like the main sports, maybe uh-huh. I'm wrong, but in the main sports, like between soccer, NFL, basketball, uh, MLB. basketball. Yeah. I feel like NHL is like the, the lowest paying. I mean, I would look it up right now. Uh, that's pretty interesting. I, I would have, I thought it was, um, I thought I w- it was baseball. That was like the lowest payment because, you know, maybe, because most of the time, these guys, they don't run or exercise that much. <laughs> They're a bunch of fat asses. Like, everybody, anybody can be a fat ass and still be a great baseball player. Like, shit. And you still get paid millions of dollars out of it. I yeah. but, but I do know soccer is definitely one of the highest grossing sports. Because we're not talking about U.S. dollars. We're talking about euros. Millions of euros. So, so yeah. So, I just looked it up. The NHL gets a smaller amount of revenue from its TV deal. Wow. And, and the NBA, therefore, so yeah, wow. they're, they're they're yeah, so which is fine. Like I get it, but in the same in the same realm of dubstep, it's like NHL is a really ah, hard game. I see, I see, I see where you're trying I mean, to like, point it out. Yeah, dubstep's like, super hard. Like it's a it's a hard. Yeah, it's on. It's 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 an easy genre in the sense of like, if you once you get it and you have all your sounds ready and you have like you know what I mean, it's not like this like daunting task. Yeah, you know what I mean. But getting to that point where it's not a daunting task takes takes a lot of takes a long time. You know yeah. what I mean? It takes a lot of work, um, and which is which 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 is good. Being able to pay for rent would be nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? For like for like the majority of like right people that are out there doing well, mm-hmm. like people should be able to be making. It shouldn't be like with with flights going up. You know what I mean? Yeah, F- flights are going up in cost. You have everything going up. Like people should be more. I don't want to say like, you know, getting more money but i mean i feel like dubset should get as much appreciative and and compensation as they do on the house scene because it's ridiculous yeah, like yeah. like and again i have no ill matters with any other genres everybody has their own genres oh, they no, and they no 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 it's, it's they, the name of the game yeah it's the game yeah so, but it's like I it's it's too stu- it's stupid to think about that you know the big room and house artists like for example, the Martin Garretts, the 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 Hartwells, the Suarez House Mafias, the the Carcots, the Army Man Burens, they get paid hundreds and thousands of dollars for their sets. And anyone below that, like the W and Ws, the the laid back looks, the Ah, oh, fuck. I can name a bunch of the descend of our Dunes, the dubs, like all those guys get paid like 20 or you know the f- 
five, is it the five digit? Yeah, the five digit number of thousands of dollars, you know? All those guys get paid heavily. And then when you reach to the dubstep players, dubstep players get paid like, you know, a couple of G's here and there. Like they're not universally loved as these guys. These guys get paid hundreds of thousands. And I'm looking up, I'm looking up how much Calvin Calvin Harrison's residency. Uh, deal was millions of dollars millions they, it's a paid contract just like Tiesto's residency it's millions we're not talking yeah, about thousands think, at that point yeah no but I think from what I remember I can't look up the exact one mm. but I believe it was 220 million for four years Fuck. if I'm not mistaken when Calvin Harris had a re- residency in Vegas for four years I think because it was it was 400,000 so I, I looked at it it was four hundred thousand per show, four hundred forty thousand. Oh yeah, so right here, four hundred forty thousand per show from 20, 2012 to twenty eighteen. That's that fucking is, insane. That's yeah. just ridiculous. That, see, good. Like, hey, good for him. Hey, hey, good for him. But it, it, if 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 uh, if uh, four hundred thousand dollars, you could pay for like uh, like that's like. It's, I don't even know. I don't even know how many dubstep shows that is. Bro, money's worth. You know what I mean? Well, four hundred thousand dollars. I'm pretty sure you can do a few festivals with big yeah. he- heavy hitter well, dubsteps overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends. Yeah, it depends. I, I, I know. I, here's the other thing too. I know it costs a lot of money to put these things on. So that's another fucking thing where I think a lot of times promotion companies they want to get started and they don't realize how mm-hmm. much money it costs. The reason why I know how much money it costs is it fucking costs so much money to even promote music. And by promote music, I mean, it costs money to just make, you know, yeah. Artwork. Like I've had artworks where it costs $700 for one artwork piece. Jesus. Not, not because the person ripped me off or anything, but because like, it's like, it's like going through a legitimate, like, like a tattoo person. You know what I mean? If you're going to get done right, you're going to get done right. No, of and course. Gonna, it's going to cost a little bit. Um, but it's the same thing with promotion companies. It's like, if, if you're going to do it right, you got to have a little bit of money for it and realize that don't just book artists. Cause you, I got it's I love people that want to book artists because they want to book artists and they love them, but also worry about, worry about your finance, financial assets as well. You know what I mean? Like, but if your main goal is to put on artists cause you just want to see them, like I love that. And I respect the mm. fuck out of that. But I also think people should be worried about just making a little bit of money back or breaking yeah. even as well. Because then you can put on future shows um, more and more, and it's not this. But I think you, you got you got to. It's a lot of planning that you know, and that's that, that's my business side where I see some things that happen. I'm like, bro, where's like the a little bit more planning going on behind? You know what I mean? It's it's just it's, a little bit. It's 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 yes and no on that aspect, you know, because it's true what everything that you just mentioned. But there's some things that you tend to forget. Like most of the time, when you're trying to book for an artist, for and this is me, I was into the mindset of a promoter when I used to promote for Life and Color and Ultra and Sunset Music Festival, yeah. and and I used to promote for Club Space and Hard Nightclub. In some other shows, like and I and I was very close to the heads of the guys, and sometimes it's more of a it's a negotiation at that point. It's more of a favor, oh, to yeah, favor. Yeah. like like you know I wanna I want it's example. This this didn't happen to this artist, but it's an example of more or less how the business really works. 
I we hey, we want to book Zomboy to perform at this show in Miami. All right, Zomboy's quote is 20 G's. Oh, we can't afford 20 G's, man. Can you do it for 15? Like, no, man, we can't go lower than 20 G's and that. And, and it's a much of a back and forth. And that's where, you know, the agent's like, all right, we'll do you a solid one. We'll we'll book you um Zomboy for for 12 G's. But if you book Zomboy for 12 G's, you have to book my other artists that I represent yeah. for 10 G's. And it has to be before Zomboys. And yeah, what what I what I mean by like not planning ahead and stuff is like production isn't there. Like you plan a festival and then half the stage isn't set up when the festival goes down. You know what I mean? Like there's there's shows like that when that happens where it's like, bro, like how how are you not planning? Now that I mean? now or, that's a bad promoter. That, that's yeah, definitely yeah. bad promoters and bad and yeah. bad communications with with the so, tech like that. Yeah, and it's far and few, but I've I've seen shows where it's happened where stuff wasn't set up or I didn't play personally, but I had friends where they said like, look, like half the stage wasn't even. It was being set up while I was playing the stage. It's like Jesus Christ, man. It's like. Uh, stuff like that where it's like crazy to me that people are like paying all this money to do this thing and then it's like n- not even run correctly but which is like you know i get it shit happens i get it shit fucking happens it's just it's funny when you put all this money like fifty thousand dollars into a fucking thing and then it i don't know it's crazy like i, I freak out when i lose money you know what i mean so, oh definitely it's crazy when people are just like tossing 50 grand down the toilet and 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 they don't even make their money back. I'm like, what? What? My business mind is like, what the fuck are you doing? Because uh, when when I fuck up, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. So it's just crazy to me when people like, it's not them not paying artists. It's like they 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 have like this vision and they put out this vision. It's for the fans. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about like the fan perspective. They're paying this money to come to this show, and then it's fucking shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a festival experience. You know what I mean? Like, I'm paying like a hundred bucks for something that's like not even put up. Like, what is, you know what I mean? And like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, shows back in the day when I would pay, nothing was ever like that. And I think it's funny sometimes that people just get into the scene to make a quick buck. You know what I mean? They're like, yo, yeah. I want to put on a festival. This festival is going to pop off. We're going to make like this X amount of money. And it's like, dude, it's not about the money. It's like, it's about you having money prior to that. And you wanted to do this because you want to see the scene thrive, like not just make a quick fucking buck. That sounds like you're never gonna you're never gonna do it. Yeah, that sounds like the Fire Festival guy. Yeah, yeah, it's like Fire Fest, but I mean, there's other there's other companies that have done it numerous times. No, absolutely, like, absolutely. Fire Fest just happens to be like the most. Um, oh yeah, yeah, but that's like the worst example. Yeah, it's that's not like, like that. It's like it's the worst like case scenario, but yeah, I, it's not like that. The companies weren't that bad. I'm talking about. I'm yeah. just saying, like, if, if if I bought, what I'm saying is, I have like it's. I've never bought a ticket for a festival, and it never been. It's never been what was uh, sold to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, and it's a shame when people get sold something. It's like a scam. It's it's like, it's like a fucking Ponzi. It's 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 like any like Ponzi scheme that someone gets sucked into, like a pyramid scheme. It's like. You know, it's, this festival is supposed to be like high tier. Looks like there's high tier artists and everything else, and you get there and like the production sucks. It's like fuck. Anyways, that's my rant about shows and fucking whatever else. I, I, I have nothing. Hey, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. So. Hey, no, I, I filled you with that part. And, and yeah. believe it or not, I've experienced and dealt with people who are like that, in which they made uh, a shit show of a show, 
and yeah. and I have half ass um stages and whatnot and and exactly. then, and still and still still trying to pay off the student uh, not not the student what the fuck I'm talking about. No, so try to artist. pay the artists yeah they're like they still yeah. owe money to the artists because they didn't make it back or whatnot fact let me tell you this I'm, I'm pretty sure this 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 didn't hurt life and color whatsoever at that time before it went nothing but when I performed in life and color uh, they built they were supposed to build four stages so they successively built free. And the local stage, which is the one that I was headlining, wasn't even yeah. built. Yeah, yeah, it's it was just like like this is what I I work my ass off for. Yeah, you record a set and everything else, and yeah, and yeah, that, just like years prior, and then yeah, it's just yeah, it's 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 a kick in the balls. It's like it's a massive blue ball. Those situations, dude, yeah, and I had to talk to people that are outside of like a, in color that has more power than life of color for them to like move mountains and they managed to pull out at least a half-ass stage with a, you know, a little stage and then a white table, uh, two decks and a mixer. All right, everybody play. That's as yeah. far as we can get it out of it. And, you know, and we're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's, let's have a, let's have fun with it. Instead of having our, our set, everybody gets to have 20 minutes set because it's yeah. the only way. It's yeah. the only way. I mean, I remember Life in Color. I never was that. Was that only on the East Coast, or was that in the West Coast as well? Life in Color happens to used to be all around the nation and other parts okay. in the world. And no, Life in Color was pretty big. It, it, was they did the spraying of the paint and everything. Yeah, that, that was yeah, yeah. That's the that's the okay. festival. It was it was yeah. well, it was before known. It was Dayglow. And then they changed yeah. it to life of color because of the whole painting. That was a because the whole painting aspect was a was a trend. Was a trend. Yeah. Everybody was hopping yeah. to that trend. But then when that train when that trend was like drying out, yeah. they were trying to figure out ways to get it back. And then that shit just went to the crapper. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember when it was like Steve Aoki would play for them a lot, or, or yeah, maybe not a lot, yeah. But. No, Steve Aoki used to play a lot. Borges used to play a lot. Um, yeah. Fucking Diplo used to play a lot with them. You know, a lot of a lot of artists used to play a, a, a lot. I'm gonna be honest. I did not understand the attraction of getting sprayed with paint. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Even at my even at my young age, I was like, dude, yeah, I, no, it, yeah, I, no. And I get it. Like, I, I like someone wants to do it. Fine, more power to you. Have fun with it. But for me, it's like, it's a kid it's already. Thing. It's already enough getting sweaty as balls. Oh, man. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to be painted up, dealing with being sweaty as dick, painted up, going home and showering. It's like it's, being sweaty is enough, then going home and showering. It's like I don't need to be painted for it. Um, that's my thing. I don't know. Oh, I don't know how bro, the people go to it. It was horrible. I, thank yeah. God I never got into that because, it, yeah, I had the same visions. Like, I don't want to get painted. I don't like to be around crowd. It's hot as fuck here in South Florida. And no, what? Paint? No, no. But I, I, I get it. it. The thing is that they, they, their target audience was more for teenagers, you know, for kids. Yeah, no, no, yeah definitely. Yeah, it wasn't was, it like, wasn't it 16 plus? Yeah. Or no? That, that's what it was. 16 plus. And Ultra t always takes shots at them all the time. You know, they most of the time when we're in the festival, we see, you know, the little airplane with a sign. It's like, you want to come to Ultra? Turn 18. That was well, like, Ultra was all ages when I went. 
In 2012, it was all ages. It, w- it yeah. was until, you know, shit started to go bad with, with team. Oh, yeah, people. I, I was in. Yeah, I was into it right. Like, so the girl died in, in, in LA. Yeah, exactly. And so I was at EDC that year when that girl died. Oh, and shit. And then, and then, and then Hard Summer was the last, Hard Summer in 2010 was the last uh, festival in LA that was right. a rave that was all ages. Um, Scream and Bango did a back to back there. That's why I went. Scream and Bango was back to back. I think Cas- I think Casco was playing as well. Like I, I've seen Scream and Bango back to back three or four times, and like I know one time at like the NOS Event Center, the big uh, Salmiac venue in LA, mm-hmm. and then uh, one time at UMF. So I know for sure three times. But uh, but yeah, uh, well, yeah. Well, once it turned eighteen plus, I started using my friend's ID for like a year. Um, and, my, and my friend was he what had orange hair, blue eyes, and <laughs> what? was six two. Oh right? shit. And so and so I'm not I'm not even six two now, let alone when I was uh fifteen. Um but I had a beard and I have brown eyes. All right. So <laughs> like take t- and I and I don't have orange hair, clearly. And I did not have orange hair back then either. So and I never got, I never got it taken away once. But I'll tell you this: every time that I used that fake ID for shows, I never ate food before. I had to eat food every time I went to the venue because I could not eat up until that moment because I was so nervous of like one time, the cops finding out that it was not my ID or, oh. or the security or the security guards. Yeah, because they, they had to check it. Because after that girl died, it was after the girl died after Hard Summer. Every every rave for like the next two years that I went to. So I, I went to raves for like the next two years, year and a half. Okay. Um, and every time I'd use my friend's ID and um, it was just nervous. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I didn't know what would happen. I didn't know what happened if they would have been like, yo, this isn't you. You know what I mean? Uh, Cause I, I'm not that troublemaker. I, right. I wouldn't have like, I don't think I would have sprinted. I, I don't, I, I think I would have like started stuttering maybe and been like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's me. Like I memorized the, I, I know my friend's name. My friend's last name was Baxel Massey. So it's B-A-C-S-A-L-M-A-S-I. Like till this day, I have memorized it. Like, for, <laughs> cause like I was so worried about them being like, what's your last name? How do you spell it? You know, like all yeah. that shit. And just being like, Fuck. But yeah, yeah. That, I was dedicated to the scene. I was dedicated back in the day. So, uh, so you were actually very, very involved with the EDM scene overall. Like yeah yeah, yeah. That's, but, that's why yeah that's that's why that's yeah that, that's why that's why I'm at my age now I'm like do I do uh the nor the normie life you know what I mean because I'll be honest man I love dubstep but mm. at times it's really it's really I just want to go out some nights man and be like yo fuck this yeah you know like I just want I fuck producing right now I want to go out but it's like I need to sit here and produce I need to grind I want to grind you know what I mean I yeah want yeah to- yeah. But at the same time, like, yo, I want to fucking like date a little, maybe. Like, it's been a while since I've dated. Mm. Uh, <laughs> been a while, been a minute, been a minute, which is all good. I dated for like five and a half years for my last with my last girl, and then uh, it's been a long. It's been four years since I've dated, just because mm. uh, it's been on and off with girls, meeting girls or whatever. But I've never like stuck with somebody. But yeah. it's like at a certain point, it's like, bro, I'm 27. It's like I need to. Uh, is it is Maybe. it because most of these girls um like they it's just don't... hard it's hard to meet someone that 
that that that loves your music or do you nah, are, I don't I don't even want to meet someone that likes dubstep. I mean, I want to meet someone that likes music and dubstep as a whole, but I, I would like and I would I wouldn't care if someone was like super in the dubstep scene as not, but but you would care if somebody like only cares I, about you about you, like accepts you yeah. for who you are and whatever you're trying to get to that they, they're supportive about it. Yeah, I just want to date someone that isn't just a complete dubstep only person you know what mm. i mean like all they listen to is dubstep you know what i mean like i love dubstep right. to my core it's my bread and butter but I, i i don't know if i could date someone that all they listen to is dubstep all day that's all I'm, it's it's yeah. like that in country like you can't listen to country only and you can't yeah. listen to dub and you can't Seriously. listen to dubstep only. you know what i mean you can listen to drum and bass only sorry i was about to flip you off by doing that you can listen to drum and bass only <laughs> um but uh And, and don't get me wrong, like I love dubstep. I just like I just I, I I there's a point in time where it's like I listen to like Japanese, uh like 80s Japanese music. Oh you know bro, I, I have an you know entire I mean? playlist of of yeah. all anime music. When I hear yeah, some well, of the uh, uh, openings, not necessarily, anime, not necessarily anime music, but it's like 80s Japanese music. Where it's anime music, I guess. I guess it's anime. Hey, I, hate, I love anime. I love anime, but don't give me. I'm not I'm not no fucking weeaboo. Right? Listen, a wheel, a wheel, what? A wee a weeaboo like someone that like or it's like someone that likes someone that like calls like how is well, what's a weeaboo hold on let me look up the it's like w e I thought it was weeb I didn't know yeah, there was a weeaboob okay so it's an obsessive fan of Japanese culture a weeaboo so if you look oh. it up it's w e a b o o is an over obsessive fan of Japanese culture and the only reason why I know that fucking term is from uh, watching Twitch. That is the only reason why. I don't oh. know if you know what Twitch is, but uh, shut up, be, shut up. Okay, shut uh, up. <laughs> uh, I assume you know what Twitch I, is. I I'm, not, I'm not that old. Okay, I, I, assume, I know what yeah, the fuck no, no, Twitch no, 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 is. No. The fuck. All right, all right. But yeah, that's the reason why I know what that <laughs> is. I love anime. Don't, anime is cool. Don't get me wrong. I just uh, uh, what's the right word? I've been to anime conventions. I just I don't. Mm. I don't. Uh, I'm not someone where I could. Re watch it religiously ever again like i mm. sat there watching like uh most like 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 sword art online and like all the basic ones oh, wow for like two years okay you know what i mean yeah. back in the day i can't sit still when i'm watching a lot of tv stuff anymore unless i really want to watch it mm. I, i really just want to like be productive okay um it's which i'm glad That I've gotten to that point in my life where I really can't sit there and watch stuff too often. Like I'd rather sit there and watch a really uh, informative video than watch some bullshit. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I rewatched Workaholics recently. I don't know if you know what Workaholics is. Yeah, that was a funny show in Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah. So I rewatched that one recently. Um, but even then, man, I'm putting it on the background and I can only pay attention like yeah. while I'm making music. Like, yeah, I'll background noise, basically. Yeah, that's that's and then what else? What else have I watched? Um, I do that a lot with Parts and Rec and uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine and Entourage. Okay, uh, okay. Entourage, big... hell yeah, fuck yeah. Hell, I, I never saw. Wait, so did you watch that as a kid? Entourage, absolutely. Well, not as a kid, but as an adult, yeah, absolutely. Let's see, when did it came well, out? Uh, you were a teenager, right? When it came out, I, I, I was a teenager at the time. I didn't. I I had HBO because of my of my parents, you know. So yeah. I get to watch it once every Saturday, you know. I didn't used yeah. to go out that often. They're like, yeah, I, no, you're all good. You're all good. I, I just I, I thought 
when I started watching Entourage now, I'm like, man, only if I was older during that generation. Yeah. That that would have been the fucking show for me and my boys to watch. Yeah. That would have been it. It's so... I don't even know how to describe it. Like that, that's like the definition of the two thousands. And once I watched, I watched it like a year ago and I'm like, Oh my God, what a, what what a show for what, what an era. Doug. And that's my favorite series, man. And I introduced that to my brother and then my dad and they both love it. I even yeah. show it to my mom eventually. And my mom is like, Holy crap. Is this, is, is this, this is heavy. This is this some of the stuff that you, you went through. I was like, well, like that's more of a actor's perspective. I, I, there's some, there's some things that happen in that show that I, I have to deal with, and some of the let me, okay, let me put it this way: anything that involves with with Ari and E, yeah, I've dealt with those negotiations. Yeah, with yeah, other yeah, with people, people yelling at each other on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. and then getting into contracts and then like no, they, let we have to get to this contract. No, we have to get this the gig. If we don't get this kid, then none of us work ever again. You know, stuff like that. He was he was he wasn't the main guy, right? Or was he, he the guy that was on the phone always with the contracts? He, which one? Was he? he was the manager. He was the yeah, one yeah, looking yeah. out for Vince, the yeah, yeah, okay, the main yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I know who Ari is. Yeah, Ari, Ari is the most yeah. hilarious, bro. I sometimes. Yeah. I, I, I sometimes I will, like curse around like him because it's just it's so creative his way of insulting yeah. people. I saw him in uh, old school. Do you know the movie Old School? Oh, I never uh, oh yeah, yeah. Ge- yeah, yeah. I, Jerry never, Piven never, was in yeah. that in the as the dean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he was younger too, and it was like I recognized him. I'm yeah. like, I, I don't, I don't even care what your role is, like. Just because I associate you with that, yeah, like I, it puts us like some actor. It's like uh like rest in peace. But I'm gonna say his last name ho- fucking wrong. But Roy uh, Roy Lolita or whatever, however you say his last name. Yeah, the guy the guy that was in uh 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 fucking Goodfellas, like the guy. Oh that yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So any movie that he's in, I don't even care if it's a bad movie. I'll just watch it. You know what I mean? J- just because he's in it, and I think the same thing would be for the Ari guy now. Like yeah, Jeremy Piven, movie, yeah. Like no matter what, like I think I would just watch it just to see what his character does. And, and, you know what I mean? That's I've never seen old school, but I was like, "Fuck it, I'll watch it." Like I know it's like some trash fucking. It's a you know, rouchy. Really, it's an old rouchy yeah. movie, but at the, at the time, yeah. it was ahead of its time. It was just so fucking hilarious. It's one of those movies that you have to watch it with your buddies, man. You yeah. have to. It has to be on Friday night. Everybody's getting drinks and high and shit. Like you have to watch it and just watch the the level of stupidity that comes for it. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm not the biggest Will Ferrell guy. Like I I I I, I honestly like I I hate Will Ferrell's acting. Like after 2006, <laughs> like everything that, after Talladega Nights is like it was. Awful. It went to the crap. Oh yeah, it's awful. It's so bad. And it's nothing against him. It's just like the roles he took are. I don't know. It is what it is. I will say. I will say after Step Brothers, that's where he actually oh, yeah, fell, yeah, yeah, fell yeah, off, yeah, fell yeah, off yeah, the yeah. wagon. After any yeah, other yeah. movies, I was like, yeah. eh. The other guys with that he did with Mark Wahlberg, I thought it was like a comeback. It's like, oh shit, he's coming back. And then does other movies. I'm like, there you go. You just fucked that up again. You just like yeah. nah, nah. Like in Talladega, Blades of Glory, uh, uh, Anchorman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are like. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are like the greatest hits that he's ever done. Anything outside of that is just like black. There's not, yeah. So like I was getting at, like I saw the Northman recently. I sat there and I watched that one. It, it even I even watched that night and I fell asleep and I had to rewatch it the next morning. But mm. there's not, there's not get, get, meaning getting back to my point. There's not too many things where I will sit there um, and what the fully watched. Yeah, just show, and, and it's also because I feel like so much shit that comes out is. It's not that it's terrible. It's that it feels... I, I want to see new. You know what I mean? You want to like, see I don't something see, new, not something that's been like used before or rehashed yeah, before. I don't, need, I don't need to see a new... I don't need to see a reboot series again mm. or a reboot, you know, whatever it is. It's right. like... And, and it goes to the same thing with music, man. It's like old correlates like with how the label stuff and everything. Yeah. Uh, people want to hear fresh stuff. And so it's really cool. And I really hope that labels keep taking on um, new music coming out and not being yeah. just wanting to release something that was that did well. And so just rebrand it, re-release it and just keep accepting demos that are that way. And, and, and I don't think that is that way all the time. But, you know, uh, I think it's I think it's really I, and I think a lot of labels, too, to their credit, have been taking a lot more chances with shit. Um, yeah, but I wish so, I wish they could take more more chances now yeah, than, than before yeah. because now is yeah. more I feel like a lot of these labels are more of a, a niche thing. Not not and not a niche thing. Uh, that's that's not the word I'm looking for. It's more of a click. You know, like I uh you can fuck with us if one of our boys fucks with you, you know, type of thing. Yeah, but, yeah which is which this yeah, which is another thing too, which I don't I don't even hate on it because it's literally the game that we have all signed up for and anybody that sometimes says differently I, I, it's not that they're, it's not that they're wrong it's just like i understand that there needs to be a level of like i like you so i'm gonna fuck with you but it, it's it's really there's some artists out there where you're like holy shit mm. if only and i think like i said i think a lot more labels finally sign people that are way smaller like butte noise Maybe is my might be the best example. I think I remember when I heard Butte Noise for the first time. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but I think I am. The guy that's on Disciple the, with the Congo drums from uh, Cuba. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cuba, yeah, the Cuba yeah, yeah. producer. So, yeah, yeah. So He's when dope. I heard him for the first time, yeah. So the first time I heard him, he had like 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 his first release on Disciple. I think he only had like 500 followers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so point being that it's not like they're like needing to have big followers to get releases, which is awesome. Which is, which is, which is a which good, is like, a good direction, yeah. a good thing. Like, yeah. Like Dr. Lobster. Perfect example. Like I fucking love his production, everything else. Like he came out of nowhere and he got signed instantly and which is awesome. So there's like cases of it. I just hope, uh, I, I just hope, you know, I, I just, I, I just hope more labels come out where like maybe the, I don't even know what needs to happen, really. There, there just needs to be a. I feel like they need not. There needs to not be oversaturation with the same shit being produced and yeah. put on the same labels. That, but yeah, but at the same time, having more labels isn't going to solve anything. So it's you know, I just, I just think, I like I said, I think it's like this, the phase with uh, video games, where there's not a lot of good video games coming out. There's so yeah. much good dubstep coming out right now, but there's not really a lot of ways to. To make money off dubstep too, yeah. you know what I mean. There's so many good dubstep artists, like like Wink, um, uh, all these old, like smaller guys. You know who Wink is, right? W I N K. 
Yeah, yeah you, pr- you probably, but you should check them out. Check I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, definitely check them out. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a like research. I think I think that's his name or whatever. Uh, maybe I'm saying it wrong. But uh, uh, all the like the indefinite people, um, that record label, uh, just uh, uh, fucking what's his name? I think I'm saying it right. I'm not crazy. Yeah, indefinite recordings. Uh, the guy, uh, what's his name? Runs it. I'm saying a lot right now, and I can't think of the fucking guy's name. Uh, definitive. You know what I mean? Oh, that label yeah. Ran by definitive. Yeah. Uh, all those guys, awesome. And these guys just, there just needs to be like a little bit of money behind dub stuff. That's it. And by that, just like people being able to just, you know, make money for food. <laughs> you know what I mean? During fucking this recession and shit. That's all it needs to be, just money for food and mo- money for rent. And I think dubstep would just thrive so much more because people have to juggle, you know, doing a normal job mm-hmm. while trying to do this. While trying to do, you know, maybe even a side hustle because you have to pay for everything else. It's like it's so hard. If if people want to do dubstep, is the main thing. It's just hard, you yeah. know. It's uh, yeah. see so. that that it's, that that's something that it, that reminds me of um of Lane, Careless Castle. Yeah. Um. When I asked him about him, because I I at the time when I asked him when he was mentoring me, um, because I was like, dude, like. You you're doing good, man. You got twenty follower, twenty thousand followers. You're never say die sign. You know, you're you're yeah. the sh- you're the hottest shit and everything and whatnot. And he's like, yeah, not really. You know, it, it doesn't pay off. It's like, what do you mean? This is like, nah. It's like the I I yeah, I'm signed to never say die. I do things for never say die, but in reality, I don't make that much money. And my whole income really comes ba- between my my shows if I ever get booked or my lift. Like I do yeah. I do lift. And and yeah. and sometimes private touring such as like you and others. I'm like, holy fuck, bro. Are yeah, you serious? Yeah, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's no and, and that's and that's the thing where it sucks because like like you like you it just it blows it blows your mind away. Yeah, you know I mean? it, it really it does. Because I have like like for example, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you know the guy Train Rex. I I watch this guy who does like gambling streams on Twitch. Mm. Um, I'm not a gambler. I, that's the thing. I enjoy doing my stock shit and whatever else. But it's um, not really I, gambling. You're you. It's well, it's, it's a gambling. Sh- it's gambling, but it's it's a little bit. It's not. It's not just pressing a click of a button with fucking slot machines. Right. But anyways, point being, this guy does like millions of dollars of gambling uh, on Twitch through crypto casinos. Um, and the guy will blow through like five mil a day. It's like, dude, this guy blows through like, Fuck. like the net worth of like, Fuck. all of dubstep together. Not, not all of dubstep, but you know what I'm getting at? Yeah. Like, it's just, it, it's, <laughs> It's and that, it's just a and that's just like one Twitch streamer and obviously and obviously a really big Twitch streamer. Don't get yeah. me wrong, like like the top one 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 percent. So it's not like well, that's every Twitch streamer. No, 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 no. But but it's crazy um, when that just overtakes like a whole industry's net worth regarding like the artist in like one day. Not not every artist, obviously, but like if in a collectively all of underground, obviously, and it's insane. Like it's that, that when you see stuff like that. And you watch someone that they grind, you know, World of Warcraft and like other games for like five years, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like he's a great entertainer. Love the guy. Yeah. But it's crazy that someone that sat there doing that can just make money that's unfathomable for someone that, like Careless Castles, for example, who's in a god tier musician. 
just yeah. a god tier musician. You know what I mean? And does you know objectively deserves maybe a a, a quarter of or a fifth of that five million uh, as a net worth, objectively speaking. You know what I mean? Yeah. As an artist, you know what I mean? And it's just one of those things where it's uh you know you work ten years of your life and then you know and and then it's just hard. It, it is a hard thing because people you want to date and people are like, well, what's your income like? And then it's like, well. It's this and it's that and then it's and then, then yeah, it's like, well, why no- do you do so? Why, why do you do something for ten years if your income's that? And it's like, well, well, you, I, I enjoy it, and it's like, it's just like, I don't even know. It's this weird thing where it's like you got to meet the right. And, and and shout out to everybody that dates someone that's down to uh, date someone when they're not killing it yet or whatever else. Like yeah. it's really cool to see people who are willing to even date people who are killing it, but not enough, not, not even making. The money where it's even there, not, not, not you know yet. You know, it's it's insane that. Yeah, that's my. It's an, it's an insane profession. Yeah. It's an insane profession to want to do. You know what I mean? Objectively speaking, and I that's agree. that's something I had to realize, like three months ago. I was going through this weird shit. And that's why I post that shit on uh, uh, social media the other day, or a week ago or whatever. Where it's just like everything mm-hmm. just built up. Where it's like I know if I put more into my 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 brand and I put more with being out there and everything mm. else it can help with just reaching more people and objectively like being a better brand mm. you know because you know just being in my corner not going out posting whips every now and then on Instagram blah 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 and not fucking trying to get out and network talk to you meet you regardless yeah. how big this podcast or this how many people view this shit mm-hmm. good to just talk to new people and uh not be in my same bubble, yeah. whatever it is. And, um, you know, it's dope, man. It's dope. What's going on, everyone? If you guys made it all the way to the end of the episode and you feel kind of left out, like, why didn't the episode finish? Like, don't worry, guys. It's okay. The episode was way too big for me to put it in just one episode that I had to divide the episode because there was so many good content and so many good topics and discussions that it cannot be discussed other one episode, but had to divide it so we can always have brand new episodes with brand new topics every Friday. Always remember that. So be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and of course the YouTube channel at lonewolfpod.com that's right lonewolfpod.com where you can check all my latest episodes and always remember to comment down below let me hear your thoughts share your experiences if you guys got a certain topic that you want me to cover for the next episode please let me know on the comments down below and i'll do my best to do so so thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys at the next one deuces